0: Do you want to send a definite message to people with your clothing choice above the waist? The Unreasonable Doubt Podcast swag store is open. The link is in this episode description on my social media profiles. T-shirts, sweatshirts, hooded sweatshirts, bowling shirt, all that's available. Make a statement. I can't tell you what kind of statement it is. But do it! Here's the episode. Yay, yeah, yay, yeah, yay. Yeah. Charlie Brown? He's doing the chop, baby! Oh, no! What is this, 1984? I just rambled for 20 minutes and deleted it. Unreasonable Doubt, a podcast about West Virginia University basketball, starts now. Hello, governor. From the Dire Prime Pantry in Nitro, West Virginia. This is Unreasonable Doubt, a podcast about West Virginia University basketball. I'm Josh Witt. Episode nine. Austin P. It's not pay. It's P. Follow me on Instagram. More like Austin PP. <laughs> Follow me on Instagram. I'm sorry about that. Follow me on Instagram at Unreasonable Doubt WV. Twitter. Tweeting on Twitter. Find those tweets at I'm Josh Witt. Facebook, you know, Facebook page for Unreasonable Doubt. Find it on Facebook. Hit the blue thumb. Follow the podcast there. UnreasonableDoubtWV at gmail.com is the email address. Send me an email. I'll read it on this podcast. Last game, lots of standing, watching the game on the TV, lots of pacing, lots of nerves. The opposite of that was this game, which is good. It's a nice change of pace, number one for my life expectancy, and number two for the basketball team. Poor Austin P. They come to Morgantown, so it's a road game anyways. They're eh they're okay, but they're not they're not really good. Really, according to Ken Pomeroy, only Boston University is worse than Austin P and they get blown out West Virginia coming off of a loss gets Austin P blows them out 84 53 so second true blowout of the season for WBU. blowouts are good they're not fun to watch and candidly tough to report <laughs> tough to record a podcast after a blowout because there's not a lot to talk about and really not a lot to learn I mean, they didn't let Austin P hang around. That's good, right? I don't know. I don't even trust stats. I'm usually a stats person. I read you stats. I'll give you a few stats, but I don't know what they mean. I mean, what does it mean? Like, hey, I made 100% of my shots yesterday. Oh, yeah. That's amazing. Where, where were you shooting? Well, it was a five foot rim and I was dunking them. And so I shot 100%. And it's like, well, that's not that impressive. It'd be weird if you didn't make 100%. With love and respect to Austin P., that's this kind of game. Okay. Oscar didn't play a lot. Hair still braided, no headband. So a little bit of a change to the look. So I don't know if that means that Oscar is. Superstitious or not, but still with the braids, 14 points, 10 rebounds, seven offensive rebounds. I would argue against Austin P., Oscar Schwebe could have gotten every single rebound offensively. And it felt that way. WVU guy would miss a shot, and like it just, it just, like a magnet, it comes to Oscar. And Oscar he did miss a one footer in the first half in the second half went to uh you know something that he can do dunk the ball and he did that with efficiency. another guy who was dunking the ball Emmett Matthews he had a double double as well sixteen points, ten rebounds aggressive Emmett Matthews is a great Emmett Matthews. the open threes he had this game he made them he also was dunking and his it's great when multiple WBU players... It's a great night to be a Mountaineer when multiple Mountaineers are dunking and their feet are, <laughs> are at head level, it seems like, because they're dunking so hard. So that's that's a good night. So good Emmett Matthews bounce-back game. Gabe, still getting more comfortable. I feel like I'm saying this over and over again. Uh. Each game he's getting better. This game he had 5 assists, which is great and and somebody who can get assists from the high po- from the high post, from the foul line, he can pass it inside, he can find shooters. He actually was like, "Oh, nobody's guarding me. People are guarding the pass. I'll go in and dunk the ball." And I'll put my feet close to where my head is at. <laughs> I'll try to go parallel with the floor. Gabe did that too. So that was great. Love what I see from Gabe. Shot Robot made shots and kind of sparked. The game was close for five minutes and then Shot Robot made a shot and then it got out of hand from there. Uh, Back to Gabe. He made five assists. Austin P's first assist was in the second half. So I don't know how many times I've seen a game where a whole half goes by a team has zero assists. Speaking of West Virginia's defense, which you know, guys are getting layups on WVU sometimes. It happens when you're playing pressure defense. But I thought this was interesting. Six of the first nine games, WVU's opponents have shot less than 30% from three. Which which bodes well. That's that's a good statistic, and they played decent competition. Austin P. Oh, they shot less than 30% the night. Matter of fact, they shot one for 14. Good old 7% from, <laughs> from the three-point line. Uh, so that's all the stats I'm going to give you. What's important in a blowout for all of us is did Spencer Mackey score points? And He got two minutes in the Boston game. He got a little over two minutes this game, and he had multiple attempts. First game, he was 0 for 1. This game, and we're running out of Spencer Mackey opportunities to score, okay? Maybe against Nichols, I hope against Nichols. Maybe against Youngstown State. Those are the next two games. And then when I look at the schedule, I don't know if I see any Spencer Mackey games. It'd be great. If there's Spencer Mackey games where we're blowing a Big 12 team out this season, that's that's the highest compliment. A conference game, walk-on in garbage time game. I want to see as many of those as possible. And you do too. You really do. That means that we have a really good team. So, anyways, Spencer had two chances. One was a definite air ball, a contested three, the other a little less concessive three hit off the rim, but he had a turnover. He had a foul. He had some opportunities to box people out and didn't. And, you know, to be fair to Spencer Mackey, uh, he's the smallest guy on the floor. Okay. So now I would argue he could still box out, <laughs> but he's out there to try to get some, some shots in WVU calling place for Spencer Mackey. They're trying to get them on the scoreboard. Did not happen, but it's not zeros across the board tonight. All right? One personal foul, one turnover. Again, those are not great stats to have, but those one in any category is better than zero, except for turnovers. All right? So I'm very hopeful that Spencer Mackey will get on the board. Hopefully in the next two games, we'll see what happens. And then finally, an observation about guys who don't play that much, and this guy's not going to play at all. Jalen Bridges, he's with the team. He's red Hope to see Jalen on the court next season. But you looking at Jalen Bridges this season, he is, you know what they say in business, dress for the job you want. And so Jalen Bridges in basketball is doing that because he's dressed in a game jersey with sneakers on. He's warming up with the team. He's not sitting on the bench with like a a over shirt on or warm up pants. None of that. He's he looks like he's ready to go into the game and he's not going to go in. Let's be very clear. Jalen Bridges has been determined not going to play, but you stare at him and (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> and uh, so, unfortunately, my mind goes to what tragedies have to happen during the game? What basketball calamities for WVU have to happen where Huggins is going to point to Jalen Bridges and say, forget the red shirt. You've got to come in. Now, pick the scenario that's te- that's terrible. Or maybe don't do this exercise. It's not a healthy exercise. What I've come up with is a Hoosier situation where Huggins is faced with either playing four guys in that uh, nine other guys have fouled out, including Spencer Mackey. There's only four guys left. And then he's in a Hoosier situation. Does he say, this is my team? Or does he look at the guy that's in a jersey, ready to play? All you got to do is say, come into the game. Now, he doesn't get the red shirt. But you say, hey, Jalen, come into the game. What would Bob Huggins do? WWBHD, all right? And I think Bob Huggins would say, hey, Jalen, get into the game. I don't think he'd roll with four. But outside of that scenario or something that you thought of that's worse, and I'm not going to judge you you know it's actually my fault that i've i've got you thinking about bad things that can happen to people on a basketball court so i apologize for that but all those things that affects at least 9 mountaineers gets jalen bridges into a game this season but he's ready to go so in that scenario he doesn't have to take off a shirt he doesn't have to do anything he is game ready and tonight, versus an Austin P., Jalen Bridges played zero minutes. And when everybody was singing Country Roads at the end, you couldn't tell because everybody looked the same. I told you, Deuce doesn't sweat. It didn't look like anybody sweat tonight. And I'm sorry, Austin P., but that's what it was. Random thoughts coming up. Over 1 million promotional products. That's what Dire Prime, the lead sponsor of Unreasonable Doubt, is bringing to the table. What does that mean, over 1 million promotional products? You've got something to promote. You're a school. You're a business. You're a church. You're a nonprofit. You're a little league. You are wanting to promote your deal. And that takes. A graphic design made by somebody creative. Dire Prime is in that business. They can help you. They help me with the Unreasonable Doubt logo. Call or text them to find out more. 304-767-4445. Find them on the web at DyerPrime.com. D-Y-E-R-P-R-I-M-E.com. Or find them on Facebook or Instagram at dire Prime. They'll put your design on a spaceship. Random thoughts for this episode of Unreasonable Doubt. To celebrate the second Spencer-Mackey game of the season, I've come up with the top five Spencers. Not a lot of Spencers out there, all right? And if I'm missing somebody from the Spencer list or a thing from the Spencer list, give me your Spencers. Give me your top Spencers. But I only could come up with five and excluding basketball players cuz that's that's kind of easy. Number 5, Spencer from the Hills. Uh this was a show on MTV. I guess it's been a long time ago now and uh, he was a terrible person. So, but he's a Spencer and thus he makes the list at number 5. Number 4. There's a show on HBO called Ballers. I've never seen it, but apparently the rock in that show, his character is Spencer. So number four, (laughs) number four, top Spencer is, is the rock in ballers. Again, haven't seen one second of ballers. I've had an HBO subscription multiple times during the run of ballers. And as you know, a lot of that time was a free subscription. Free 30 days. Free 7 days. Whatever. It never piqued my interest. I don't watch a lot of football. I'm watching this season because I'm in fantasy football. And I'm going to spare you the details on that. But. What would I want to watch less. Than real football. And that's fictional football. And then on top of that. The. The. The background of fake football, less interesting. Side note on fictional football. When I was a kid and I had a a sister, I have a sister that's five years younger than me. My parents, myself and my sister and both of us were of a minor age. We all went to the movie one time, and the movie that we all saw was a little movie called Any Given Sunday. (laughs) By Oliver Stone. Directed by Oliver Stone. It had Jamie Foxx in it. It had Dennis Quaid in it. It had a bunch of other people in it. And let me tell you, uh, speaking of lists, top five family movies... If somebody tells you any given Sunday is on their top five list of family movies, you really need to (laughs) you really need to vet that person because they're coming from a strange, unique, uh, strange and unique place. Anyways, number four, Spencer from Ballers, (laughs) The Rock, by the way, like one of the highest paid actors. In 2019, he's got a Christian name, but he is the rock. All right. Number three, <laughs> top Spencers, Spencer, West Virginia, in Roan County, in the state, home of the Black Walnut Festival, home of, and it's, and it's, it's not the case anymore, but they were one of the last holdouts. Their McDonald's was one of the last ones that had McDonald's pizza. Now McDonald's pizza is no more. You know, it's, it's, a, it's something you could say, hey, I can, I, I can go to the place that has McDonald's pizza. That's th- And for my Spencer list, that puts Spencer West Virginia at number three. Spencer West Virginia. A great place to visit. Number two on Best Spencers is Helen Hunt's kid in As Good As It Gets. (laughs) And I only know his name is Spencer because of the, and spoiler alert for As Good As It Gets, Jack Nicholson in his final little talk to Helen Hunt. He's talking about uh, nice things and he's talking about her son, Spence. And so I had to double check on the internet to confirm that it, that he was a Spencer and not actually a Spence because if I had to give you a list of top 5 Spences that I don't know if I I really don't know if I could come up with 5 Spences anyways that kid gets number 2 by the way how how well is as good as it gets <laughs> how is that holding up in 2019 I don't know the answer. haven't seen As Good As It Gets in a while. It won awards. It won awards back in the late 90s. That movie is over 20 years old. How well, I'm asking, I don't know. How well has As Good As It Gets aged? Uh, Tell me the answer. I don't know. And then number 1 the for sure number 1 in the list of best spencers and I'm not a, Spencer Mackey is is moving up the charts okay but I'm excluding basketball players the obvious number 1 for best spencers is Spencer Gifts at the at the mall and it's not as bad as a kid going into any given sunday with their family but the mall is an open place where people of all ages can go into any stores. And as a, as a young kid, a kid, teenager, unsupervised, I was able to, and I could still do that as an older man, go into Spencer Gifts. And they. the great thing about Spencer Gifts, if, if you said, I got blank from Spencer Gifts... Uh, You could make it up, and I would believe you. They have a wide variety of things to wear, a wide variety of things to look at. They had a sweet selection of posters in the back of Spencer Gifts. They had um, all sorts of gifts. You know, the gifts is in the name. They had some lava lamps, all sorts of interesting, unique gifts. And I haven't been in Spencer Gifts in a long time. I'm, but uh, I can only speak for the Charleston Town Center. A lot of things have came and went from that mall, but of the things that will stand the test of time, one is Hawaiian Grill. It's gonna, it's gonna, that will never shut down. Number two, <laughs> and number two is Spencer Gifts. And then a distant number three is Chick-fil-A, but everything goes away from the mall and malls cease to exist. And yet Hawaiian grill is going to stand. And I think Spencer gifts is going to hold out too. That's my top five Spencers. What are your top five Spencers? (laughs) Uh, Hey, the next party you go to icebreaker. Hey, who's your favorite Spencer? Who or where is your favorite Spencer? And just, that's going to lead to 5 to 28 minutes of conversation about best Spencers. You're welcome. Final thoughts coming up. Permanti Brothers is a proud sponsor of Unreasonable Doubt. Show your Mountaineer pride at Permanti Brothers. Late night deals start daily at 9 p.m. Great deals on fan favorites including wings, the famous sandwiches, and more. Check up with the brothers on Facebook, Twitter, or Instagram for the latest deals, most up-to-date news, and info on game day specials. Permante Brothers, your college game day headquarters. Final thoughts for this episode of Unreasonable Doubt. West Virginia's next game is two days from now, from this recording, Saturday, December 14th, at home against Nichols. Now, I had to look up where Nichols was at. Nichols is in a town in Louisiana, Thibodeau. I think I'm pronouncing that right. I've always thought of Nichols as Nichols State. Not to be confused with Dimes State. (laughs) Anyways, Saturday 2 p.m. on TV. The final game of the season on AT&T Sportsnet Pittsburgh. And quite possibly the last time anything WVU sports related is going to be on that channel. So I'm not going to get emotional. I told myself I wasn't going to get upset. The emotions are probably going to run a little bit more after the game. Maybe there'll be some goodbyes by Rob King and Warren Baker and that guy that awkwardly interviews Bob Huggins. So who's to say? And let's not get ahead of ourselves. That's going to happen on Saturday. Nickel State in the Ken Palm rankings, actually lower than Austin P for what that's worth. West Virginia will be a favorite. West Virginia should win this game. What will be interesting is West Virginia will play Nickel State, and Nickel State has a former WVU player on their team, D'Angelo Hunter. Do you remember D'Angelo Hunter? He was on the team two seasons ago. Transferred from a junior college to West Virginia. Got limited minutes in his one season at WVU. His dad, close to the end of the season, in the NCAA tournament, had a rant on Twitter. (laughs) Calling Bob Huggins, among other things, a liar. Soon after, D'Angelo Hunter, gone from the roster, sat out a season, now at Nickel State doing pretty well from them, for them. And so it'll just be interesting, him coming to the Coliseum, how the students and how the fans overall are going to receive D'Angelo Hunter. I genuinely don't know. I can't think off to the top of my head a situation where a transfer has come into Morgantown that's transferred out of the program and comes back To play WVU. Maybe nothing will happen. Maybe it will be like D'Angelo who? It's only been two years ago. He was part of a Sweet 16 team. We'll find out. Thought that was going to happen with Teddy Allen. I still think about you sometimes, Teddy Allen. I know you're hanging out somewhere in Nebraska. At a community college. But... I remember the the good times we had, Teddy. That was fun. And you had different hairstyles too while you were with WVU. Matter of fact, you had uh, different color shoes. (laughs) (laughs) He was a teammate of D'Angelo Hunter. Anyways, that's D'Angelo. It's, I gotta say, it's between D'Angelo Barksdale... Of The Wire. One of the great TV characters of all time. And D'Angelo. The, the musician. Who I, I really enjoy his work. So. I would have to say D'Angelo. The artist. It's actually not that hard for me to say. That's the best D'Angelo. That's it for this episode of Unreasonable Doubt. Listen. Listen on all the platforms, or don't, just listen to one platform, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Overcast, Radio Public, Pocket Casts, Pandora, CastBox. Wherever you listen to this podcast, if you see a place to rate the podcast, rate it five stars regardless of how you feel about this nonsense. Until the next game. This is Josh Witt. This has been Unreasonable Doubt, WVU, for the 2019-2020 season. Eight wins, one loss. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for $1.29 each. Then get flavorful Tyson natural boneless chicken breasts for 2.49 dollars a pound, all with your card and a digital coupon.